Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Why pick one city, one beach, one restaurant, or even one view? With Celebrity Cruises, you can have it all. Explore the best of Europe, the Caribbean, and Alaska with the best premium cruise line. And now get 75% off your second guest, plus bonus savings on select dates with Celebrity Cruises' semi-annual sale. Visit Celebrity.com, call 1-800-CELEBRITY, or contact your travel advisor. Offer applies to non-refundable fares and select sailing. Savings vary by stateroom category. Other terms apply. Visit Celebrity.com for details. Ships Registry Malta. This is Brad Miller with BLTs, all your bites, licks, and tastes of everything going on in the culinary world. What do we got today? All right. First up for our bites, our culinary news, ghost kitchens are blowing up with celebs attached. Yeah, this is actually, this is genius, like genius, genius branding. I don't know. I'm, I'm sure like one of the agencies thought of this, like a, William Morris, one of those guys, CAA, um, somebody, because it's like insane genius because ghost kitchens already, you have a really hard time getting your brand out there because you're not... You're not McDonald's. You're not Chipotle. You're not, you know, you're not something that everybody knows about already. So if you're a regular guy, a restaurateur or chef trying to start a ghost kitchen, you're already going up against all these uh, brands that have, you know, brand recognition and, or, you know, already have a fan base. But like already you got like Pauly D, Tyga, Mr. Beast, who's like an artist. Uh, and I remember like Mariah, Mariah had her Mariah's cookies. Like, it seems funny <laughs> that this is happening, but it's like, it's, 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 to me, it's like genius. It's genius branding and marketing because like, so everything that's like tied to their food is like their personality. For instance, like I think Paul, Paul D has a course. What does he have? Just guess. Uh, I have no idea. Italian subs. I mean, oh. you know what I mean? He's got Italian subs. Tyga's got these chicken fingers. So I guess he's obsessed with chicken fingers. Um, and uh, shout out to Eric Greenspan. I think Eric Greenspan worked on that project with him. And also Mr. Beast Burger, who's an artist who has a ton of followers, has like all these Mr. Beast Burgers uh, pop-ups and uh, ghost kitchens. Like I think <laughs> like an insane amount of them. And um, yeah, Mariah Carey had like Mariah's cookies. And uh, I, I think it's kind of cool. I mean, <laughs> like, I just, yeah. I think it's fun. I mean, who, it's fun. It's, it's cool. I mean, as long as the food tastes good, I mean. I get it. I get Mr. Beast Burger. It's like super cool branding. People know his art. And then he does a burger. That's really cool. Pauly D doing Italian sandwiches. I, I think that's funny. I mean, just because it's, it's Pauly D and he's slanging sandwiches now. It's like. Yeah. And a ghost kitchen is like, there's no actual place to go. You just order. Yeah. So what a ghost kitchen is, is basically when you order on DoorDash, Caviar, Uber Eats, you name one. Um, there's no real kitchen. Like my restaurant, you can come up to my restaurant, order the food there. You can. You can get it to go. You can eat in the restaurant or, you know, whatever. Or uh, actually, we don't use third-party um, services. But that that's what it is. It's its basically like not – I'm trying to find the best way to describe it. Okay, basically, a, a ghost kitchen is normally – it's not a real restaurant. You can't just walk in there. Right. Um, but they – but, you know, Uber Eats and those guys can come and pick up the food and deliver it to your house. And a lot of ghost kitchens – 
or also kitchens that are combined with other kitchens. So like, for instance, let's say Pauly D, Tyga, Mr. Beast Burger, and Mariah Carey, all those Mar- Mariah's cookies would all be in one kitchen. And like, there's like five cooks in the back and the five cooks get an order and it says Mariah's cookies. They pack up Mariah's cookies. It says Tyga. So they're going to make the fingers, the chicken fingers. And you know what I mean? So it's all, yeah. like, it's the same cooks doing, I mean, Pauly D's not back there wrapping up, wrapping up subs and Tyga's not back there, you know, <laughs> you know, frying off his, his, uh, his chicken fingers, but that's genius. I, yeah, I just think it's a, I think it's a great way to brand. And I think it's just, uh, it's a great way to use your, I mean, use your name. Like, I mean, that's the whole, whole point of being a celebrity is like, Hey, now that I'm a celebrity, uh, how do I like, you know, what do I sell? That's always like the question. So they're like Pauly D like, I don't know, sell sandwiches, tigers, sell whatever. So, um, it's kind of funny, but it's, it's, it's going to work. I promise you it's going to work as long as the food's on point. And they got, you know, like I said, I think they got like uh, Greenspan, chef greens or greenspan doing the um tiger and mr beastberg he's a great chef he'll like yeah. that food's gonna be good so i think it's awesome cool all right um next up in our bites uh we've got american beauty restaurant has servers picketing about tip split all right if anybody doesn't know um what american beauty is it's like a new <laughs> hip cool steakhouse uh in in venice california and um I was just reading about this and I guess they were getting this. They're telling the servers was going to be like a 62.5 to 50% split of tips with the kitchen, which is, that is unheard of. Like you don't really, the kitchen always kind of gets screwed a little bit, but that's always been the way it is. It's just, that's, I don't, I don't agree with it, but that's always the way it's been. Like it's always been the kitchen kind of has to, you know, um, has to deal with not making as much as servers make. And uh, let's do both sides real quick. Let's 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 look at it from both sides. <clears throat> I get the kitchen because these guys. I mean, I'm gonna be biased. Let's put it that way. So we everybody works super hard. We're busting our butts. We're there from 10 a.m. till you know 10, 11 p.m., 12 p.m. And we're doing a lot of the work. And a lot of the guys in the kitchen get paid minimum wage or a little above minimum wage. And the servers come in at four. I mean, this is what the cooks see. I trust me because I've been running restaurants for 20 years and I've heard this a million times from cooks. They show up at 4.30 and they leave at 10.30 and they make quadruple the amount of money that the cooks made. And I always used to tell the cooks, I'm like, well, what you're doing is, you know, you're trying to create a career. Um, a lot of servers, especially in California, uh, it's not a career path. It's a it's a path you do till you get to what you want to do, whether it's acting, whether it's working your way through school. Uh, it's only it's temporary. So I always say, if you want temporary money, you know you want you want a lot of money right now. You know right now it's temporary. And you're going to work on something else, then go do that. But if you're you want to be a chef one day, then this is the these are the breaks. You kind of have to <laughs> you yeah. kind of have to pay your dues. Uh, in in that sense, um, but I I get it. I get it from the server standpoint. They went from make, making a ton of money, especially in a steakhouse where the margins are so high and like the the final check is so high that if you're leaving twenty percent automatically, your tip is going to be huge. Um, so that's a I, I get it from their standpoint, but there has to be I mean there has to be a share. Like even yeah. in my kitchen, uh, we we tip out you know we tip out the uh, cooks, and um, it's not it's not fifty percent. But it's nice. It's nice for the cooks to get recognized that, you know, hey, when we the restaurant does well, everybody does well, not just the servers, because they're all, you know, because basically in a kitchen, 
when you're super busy and you're just cranking, cranking busy, the servers are all high-fiving and laughing and having a great time because they, they each got to make a lot of money. And then you go to the back of the house, it's the worst day of their life. Like They, yeah. they just work their butts off. They've been there since 10 a.m. And now they have to, they were so busy, now they have to come in extra early tomorrow and make up for the prep they use. So every time you're super busy in the kitchen, it's like a loss for the kitchen. It's a win for the front of the house. I, I try to run kitchens that aren't like that or, you know, restaurants that aren't like that, that everybody gets to celebrate. And when the restaurant wins, everybody wins. That's why we've had employees for as long as we've had them. But um, I get both sides of this fence. I get both sides of the story. Um, picketing and uh, going at American Beauty. Listen, I don't know American Beauty. I don't. I know they're a subsidiary of, I think Pitfire owns them, and <laughs> which is, I don't know if Paul Hibbler still owns anymore, but he owns all those. Um, kind of think Pitfire and Superba. <laughs> Uh, but I, so I think they're, they're part of a larger group, but I do think American beauty from what I read, didn't handle it the best way. If you want to make a new policy change and it's not going to be fun. Uh, I've done this. You tell them and you give everybody plenty of time in advance to, to digest it, to understand it and to either say, listen, I don't want this. I don't agree with this or to make their mark. I, I, from what I read, American Beauty kind of said little things here and there. And then the day they open, they're like, hey, by the way, here's a split. That's how you get people to pick it. Uh, yeah. That's how you get people angry is, um, you know, I don't ever tell another restaurant how to do their business. But uh, from just from what I read, I don't know if it's true. I Definitely, you got to like, you got to give people time to digest information. These are people's, these are, you know, these are lives of people that are supposed to be your family. The restaurant's a family. So you really want to give them more time to digest that information. So, um I get that. I don't get. I, I don't agree with the picketing. I think there's ways to handle things. And there's so many restaurants in LA. Like instead of picketing, maybe you could just go serve somewhere else, right? Yeah. Like I said, I'm not in it. I'm not in it, so I don't know who's, <laughs> if the servers are misrepresenting why they're picketing, or if American Beauty's like, no, no, no. We sent an email saying, you know, I, yeah. I don't really know. This is all just speculation, but the picketing is real. And that is not good for business, especially when restaurants are just opening back up. And it's just negative PR, which a restaurants already have a hard time recovering from negative PR. So that, um, yeah, that's, that's, that sucks. And uh, I hope, I hope, um, I hope they come to an agreement, honestly, because it's, I want everybody to get back to business. All right, cool. So the last one in our bites, our culinary news is Elf Cosmetics Chipotle collection gives new meaning to guac is extra. So this means Elf Cosmetics and Chipotle are doing a collab. I saw the pictures of it. It's, once again, I, I, I don't know, I, I, I love branding so much. I just love it. Um, I don't have good branding. <laughs> Somebody who loves branding, I don't have great branding, but I enjoy branding. I enjoy, maybe that's the artist in me, that's the chef in me, that I enjoy a well-executed, cool thing. Like, I enjoy, uh, when I saw the, I enjoy a good brand. And Elf Cosmetics, I've never heard of before. Of course, I've heard of Chipotle, but I saw the picture of the makeup. Um, what's it called? Like a like a palette? Or yeah, it's like a makeup palette. Yeah. Like the top part, pardon me. <coughs> the top part looks exactly like when you look down at the Chipotle, like the refried beans, oh, like all the, cool. it looks exactly like it, and it like mirrors the bottom with your color palette. Now, I think it's hilarious that that's like. It's so, that's such good branding, but I think I think it's hilarious that like you're putting the beans on your face, and but that's the whole point is they're we're talking about it right now. It gets people talking, and it's like just it's great marketing. That's like really great marketing to like to. And who would have thought? Why would you ever 
team up with a cosmetic company. <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. But I get why, because uh, a lot of restaurants try to skew towards women mm-hmm. and skewing towards the cosmetic thing, get your name out there at Chipotle. And also cosmetics is beauty. It's it's kind of fancy. It's cool. And I get how Chipotle would want to kind of saddle up to like something that's cool, something that's beautiful. <laughs> like Because Chipotle has had some troubles in the past. Chipotle almost killed a bunch of people with like their their their, their spinach E. coli oh, yeah. outbreak. Yeah. Um, Forgot about that. But, but I mean, but yeah, and they they closed down a lot of branches. Uh, <clears throat> but I definitely think they're very smart for doing this. Uh, I've only eaten Chipotle three times in my life, and every single time I'm like, this is delicious. It's delicious. <laughs> it's, it's really, really, really delicious and good. Um, I like how they try to be. You know, they try to have antibiotic free pork and beef and everything. Like I th- anybody who's trying to do something well. <laughs> And trying to do something for the greater good, I, I agree with. And also, let's go back to branding. Just go, just talking about branding in general. Chipotle is so good at making you think that that food is like good for you. It's absolutely not good for you. It's absolutely super high caloric. It's, it's you shouldn't, you know, it's it's not great for you. But it's tasty. They're doing it right. It's fast, and you know they have a good they have a good strategy. But I think it's super. I just think it's a super cool collab that they're doing that. And I, I always want to be part of something that's like super like fun and cool like that. And um, yeah, it's, if you check it out, go to like their Elf Cosmetic Chipotle collection or whatever. It's suit. If any, you're not going to buy the makeup and because I think that's even cooler. Like that's you're putting make, like guacamole makeup on. That's so funny. But it, yeah, just check it out. Go online and look at it. Cause it's just it's just so cool looking. What do we got? Ne- uh, so all right, what do we got next? All right, cool. So next we've got our licks, our social media and entertainment. And first up, we've got uh, Home and Family is ending in, in its ninth season. So yeah, Home and Family is ending in its ninth season. One of our good friends, Laura Pearson, works on the show. <laughs> She's the co-executive producer of it. Um, the reason this is like culinary news is because this show is like always been awesome to chefs. They always have uh, different types of chefs on. They always, you know, they really support chefs. They give a whole segment to uh, chefs and let you promote what you want to promote. And it was a really cool show. It's a very, very, um, I call it a mom show. It's, you know, because my mom watches. It's like it's on the Hallmark Channel. It's a mom show, but it's it was really fun to be on that. I've been on it a, a million times, and uh, all my chef friends have been on it, and it was just a fun show. It's a fun. It was a fun show to be on. Everybody who worked there was super cool. Like yeah. Deb and Cameron and uh, the back of the house. You know, Cam- yeah. Larissa, War, um, Larissa and uh, Dana. Dana, and like yeah, all these people that worked in the show, and like I said, our good friend Laura. Uh, they're all good people and it's just a really it was a really fun show to be a part of and it just it, it kind of stinks that it's ending and uh, it was a really cool show because uh, they really gave a lot to chefs and they really showcased chefs a lot um, and they gave chefs a platform to uh, come on and do some new dishes and uh, promote whatever you're promoting and you had free reign to like kind of promote whenever you wanted you want to come on there and promote something they're like yeah come on in like like you know what do you want to do so they're really cool um, and that's that, that, that sucks they're in their last season but um, uh, everybody there is like super talented, so I'm not really, I'm not really worried about how yeah. they're gonna be. They're all they're all talented people, but yeah. yeah, that just sucks. They're going off the air. All right, next up in licks, we've got uh, a guy finds shrimp shells in his cinnamon toast crunch. All right, yeah. So <laughs> this is like the buzz going on. So the yeah. guy who found it is uh, remember that show, Boy Meets World. Yeah. There's this girl oh, named Topanga. <laughs> Husband, that's her right? husband, and that's yeah, what he's gonna. I mean, I mean, he. I think he has a huge podcast, oh, but right. I mean, it, he's Topanga. He's gonna be Topanga's husband until, until that you know, until he gets forever. until yeah, forever. I mean, 
anytime you have nostalgia built into something like that, yeah. I, I know to, I know her from Esther Panga from Boy Meets World. And then I kind of looked him up and I'm like, oh my God, is that, he's like, he had pictures on his Instagram with his wife. I'm like, that's Topanga. And I, I, and honestly, I'm trying to respect the guy and give him, I, I try to remember his name. And I, the only thing hitting me right now is Topanga's husband from Boy Meets World. <laughs> um, yeah, but he found shrimp shells in his cinnamon toast crunch. And um, that's super, super like <laughs> beyond, not just weird. It's like gross. It's, gross. it's super, super gross. But it's also like, I guess the biggest thing about all this is the, is the way like General Mills and like the Cinnamon Toast Crunch brand, which is owned by General Mills, I guess it's the way they handled it. Like they, they, they like kind of told oh, him he right. was like a moron, basically. They said they weren't shrimp shells, right? They're like, they're you're like, looking at it too close. Like, you're, you're, they basically told him like, they're, they they told him he's wrong. That's right. not what it is. There's an old uh, line from um, I think it's Andy Hall, Woody Allen, when he says, "Who are you gonna believe, me or your lying eyes?" So like that's it. That's basically what they told him. <coughs> um, they they basically told him like, you don't know what you're talking about. They said it was. It was clusters of uh, cinnamon and sugar. I'm like, <laughs> the clusters of cinnamon and sugar, and they bake. Sometimes they bake together. I'm like, sometimes they bake together and they form <laughs> shrimp, like eating shrimp shells until they form. It happens to look, the, the rep was like, it happens to look exactly like shrimp shells. So don't bother us anymore with your stupid tweets. Like, it, it's not shrimp shells, dummy. Uh, <laughs> just when I'm looking at the pictures, it's obviously shrimp shells. Yeah. Any, <laughs> any person who's... Uh, had a Christmas Eve with me, has seen the shrimp shells laying around my feet. Uh, I've seen some shrimp shells in my time, uh, not just working in restaurants, but also being a connoisseur of yeah. uh, trying to get gout as fast as possible by eating tons of shrimp. Um, those were shrimp shells. It's like, I could just tell, I even zoomed in. I'm like, that's, what are they talking about? Like, and, but here's the thing. I started thinking about it. And I'm like, the person who answered him back was somebody from their branding or from their Social media. Yeah, social media. So it's definitely a 25-year-old girl or, you know, sorry, 25-year-old girl or guy who was, like, just trying to help out and be like, oh, I think, you know, it was just trying to do their job. They they don't necessarily I, – I know this from having PR and uh, having restaurants. You don't necessarily run everything up the flagpole, but that is something that they had – whoever's running their social media had to realize, whoever this person was, had to realize this is a big deal. Like, I can't just – I should run this – this is one – out of all the things I run up a flagpole – to the you know the person who the head of marketing or whoever or social media they should be warned about like they should be told about this so the fact that they just kept kind of clapping back at him say, yeah, saying like that's saying not he's mistaken he's mistaken you're wrong those aren't shrimp shells um all that you know or hey send us the shrimp shells or we're going to send you a box you know now they started you know they start obviously somebody who's more in charge got got on got on the got on the phone and was like hey send us back we'll have them investigated we'll look into this and and they're, that's the right thing. That's to be the yeah. first thing you say. So you send us the, what, QR code or so, whatever, the code. Yeah. Off the box. Tell us where you got it. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll make it right. But <laughs> they were just like, nah, nah, it's not us, son. That's not, we don't do shrimp shells. Um, but it's funny. It's hilarious. Uh, the guy kind of took it straight. He went, I mean, Topanga's husband, went like hard and like went at him pretty hard, which it is. Yeah, they, you shouldn't, that's a big deal. You know, that's a really big deal to find shrimp shells in your cinnamon toast crunch. Uh, and here's the weirdest part for me, for us, for, is uh, out here in Woodland Hills, California. Guess where it was? It was Woodland at the Costco in Woodland oh, Hills, California. At the village. At the, I don't know. Is that where yeah. it's at? Oh, so it's at the village. So that's where he got it from. Um, I'm not saying that's like they, that's the kind of stuff they put out, but it's, that's just, it's like hits close to home. This, this huge story hits uh, super, super <laughs> close to home. <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, but yeah, 
that is uh that's definitely really really weird and very very gross but um i wonder if it'll actually be good for their business since it's actually kind of funny and it's like all over the internet (laughs) that i i disagree with that completely (laughs) i do not think finding shrimp shells in your cereal is going to be good for you uh i mean maybe sales will spike for people trying to get for a short time yeah for a short time people trying to find their prize in the cereal but um i definitely do i definitely do not think that's good for business um, and they also had some weird thing where they sued a, another company for having shrimp in their blueberries that they were going to put, General Mills is going to put in, you know, blue, they use blueberries for a million things they do. And they had shrimp shells That's in so one weird. of their, but yeah, how weird is that? And that was like seven years ago. I could be wrong on the date, but I know they had something weird like that. Weird. Happening. Um, yeah. So check that out. It's super funny. Look at the shrimp shells from the Cinnamon Toast Crunch. All right. Uh, up next, we've got our taste questions from your Instagram DMs. And first up, we've got Kelsey M. who wants to know, I know you don't eat a lot of fast food, but what are your top five? <coughs> um, yeah, I don't eat a lot of fast food, but for someone who doesn't eat a lot of fast food, I respect it. I kind of like, I mean, there's, there's, okay, I respect how you can chemically or you can chemically strong word. If you can, how you engineer food to taste so, so insane. Like, uh, there's a, uh, you, I don't think you've ever seen this. You ever seen the movie? So I married an ax murderer. No. Well, Mike Myers is playing Mike Myers, his, his dad. So, oh. you know, he plays characters. So yeah. he's like the dad and he's Mike Myers. And he says like the one thing about the like, KFC is like the Colonel, the dad's like telling Mike Myers, like the Colonel puts something in his chicken that makes you crave it nightly. Yeah. He's like, it's, it's kind of true. It's like funny. And it, it's like, it's, I think that like some of these, some of these fast food chains is like, are they're just so insanely just like delicious. Um, and that's, I mean, we all, we're not, I'm not here to like, you know, beat on brands and say they're not, you know, you shouldn't do this. Shouldn't, I, I don't, I, I <laughs> I'm basically trying to get out that if you want to eat fast food, eat it. Being a chef, I don't like, I don't harp on, ah, blah, blah. Yeah, you should eat, try to help, you know, healthy. And if you're going to eat something fast food, you know, I think in my opinion, it should be, you know, few and far between. But now let's have some fun because I love certain fast foods. And I think that my top fast food chain, number one, what do you think it is first? It's it's pretty easy. Yeah, it's Taco Bell. It's got to (laughs) be. I don't actually eat any fast food at all, except for like if I, if there is a time I'm going to eat it, I want to splurge on Taco Bell. I like Taco Bell because you can feel like a baller at all times. You can order like, literally, you can order the whole menu. And they're like, that'll be nineteen ninety five. I'm like, oh my God. I can like feed a village with this. I, you know, you can like go like completely ham on ordering whatever you want from Taco Bell and like just go crazy and it'll be like 20 bucks. So yeah. that's why Taco Bell is awesome from the money standpoint. And also, they just, it's just engineered. It's just so engineered to be delicious yeah. and everything they put out is amazing. So I'd say number one is Taco Bell. And also their brand, like they know who they are. Like brand they brand to like kind of like stonery. Like yeah. if you're going to, you know, young kids in college, it's like their branding's amazing. They know what they, they know who their clientele is and they just run directly at it face first. And I got to respect that. Yeah. <laughs> it's super cool. Um, my favorite thing from um, Taco Bell is definitely the, I would say it's the Crunchwrap Supreme, but, uh, but. I do love their soft tacos. Mm, yeah, <laughs> like you do. I do and love the, the crunchy tacos. But they're soft. they're both good, and I just it's it's fun to eat tacos because like you can eat a bunch of them. The Crunchwrap Supreme is like a meal, yeah. but like the tacos are like something about their tortilla is super like 
fluffy and soft. And it's just like when you bite down on one of their tacos or one of their soft tacos, <laughs> one of their like soft burritos, it has this like pillowy softness when you like bite down there. You can see your teeth marks. Almost like when you eat yeah. Wonder Bread, when you eat like yeah. white bread, you can like see your teeth mark. I'm drooling. I'm literally, I'm actually drooling right now talking about this, describing this. It's like so delicious and has that great chew and there maybe meat that's in it, <laughs> like beef or chicken that's in it is like, it's just so good. And then all those hot sauce packets and they go overboard on giving you hot sauce packets. Like, yeah, I can wax poetic about Taco Bell all day long. I would say Taco Bell's number one. Number two is, <coughs> sorry, I got tickled today. Uh, number two is, and I don't ever eat this, Chick-fil-A. I don't eat it because it's so good. You know what I mean? It's so good. It's so bad for you. Um, So I try not to eat it, but Timber Tooth, definitely Chick-fil-A. Their their chicken sandwiches are insanely good. I think we had one, what? I've had one twice this year. Yeah. And I I could eat it every single day, but you can't do that because as you get older, you're going to, that's how you, (laughs) it's exactly how the doctor goes, what are you doing? Why would you do, you you have to know that you can't do that. I'm like, oh, but you know, you can't eat that kind of food Uh, every day. So I would say Chick-fil-A, that's two, three, (laughs) which I never order, but I actually respect and love. Is Wendy's? Wendy's oh, yeah. is delicious. So Wendy's is just a good, a also good, chicken, a good sandwich. chicken sandwich. Yeah, good yeah. chicken sandwich, good burger. Uh, their spicy chicken sandwich is the one of the best. I think it might it, it rivals Chick Fil A, but it doesn't. I think because Chick Fil A sauce is better. Whatever their sauce is called. I think it's called Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A sauce. <laughs> yeah, it's just. I mean, it's so gosh darn good. It's just so good. Um, but yeah, Wendy's is pretty darn good. They're they're what is it? Their baconator or whatever it is. That's just when you eat that, you just feel like you're. You just feel good. You yeah. feel like you're like just like ah. Uh, it's like a warm, it's like a warm hug. I'm a frosty girl. Oh yeah. Dip, dip fries in a frosty. My aunt Kathy taught me as a child <laughs> to dip my French fries in a frosty, and I thought she was completely insane until I'm like, oh my god, it's what the French call chauffeur, which is hot cold. It's like this. Your body loves like a super hot crispy something, and then like something automatically cold. Like it's like a palate fun time. Like your tongue is like having a party. <laughs> And it's so cool. On the most basic level is dipping your French fry in a frosty chauffeur. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. Um, So what's that? That's three? That's three. Two more. Okay, four. Shake Shack? I knew you were going to say Shake Shack. And five. God, I don't don't think I have a fifth. I don't, five is what? I mean, In-N-Out is good, but I know you like Shake Shack. <laughs> yeah, In-N-Out is good. We're going to do a whole other debate on that on a different podcast. I mean, on this podcast, but we're going to have a debate on uh, why I like Shake Shack better than In-N-Out, and people get so mad at me when I say that, and I'll discuss why, but I'll just give you a little gist of it real quick. Why is because of the uh, branding. That's why In-N-Out's yeah. so great is they have lines, they do a bottleneck line, and they have great branding. Their burgers are great, but... I, I'm a chef. I know the difference between great branding and taking a bite of something. Which one is better? And we'll go into that. We'll go into that further in further detail on, on, on another uh, episode. But Shake Shack is better. It just tastes better. It just yeah. absolutely tastes better than In and Out. I can't. I can't uh, speak to nostalgia, but it definitely because uh, I know In and Out has nostalgia, uh, and that's that, that's definitely not a factor. But Shake Shack's their burger is awesome. And I and I and by the way, I I this is not. I didn't even think of this, but I much respect to Danny Meyer. Who's like, you know, he's a restaurateur in New York. He's owned tons and tons of stuff. He's he's amazing, uh, and he's the Shake Shack guy. He knows how to do it. So yeah, Shake Shack. Um, all right, what else we got? All right. uh, Amanda W wants to know what was your favorite food truck from the show. <laughs> um, I don't have a favorite food truck. Um, here's why: because 
we were so good at picking out trucks that were amazing at every place we went. Like every single um, state we went to and every single city we went to, we could pick out amazing trucks. Like, cause they, so like I never went to a bad truck. Like ever, 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 ever. I mean, I went to one, but I'll never talk about it because I don't, I don't, I, I'm like, it's like the same with Yelp. I don't hate on people. Yeah. But out of like, I mean, I went to three trucks per episode, 22 episodes. You do the math. That's a lot of trucks. They were all phenomenal. Um, but my stuff, I think there are some ones that were, um, there's a, a sushi burrito truck mm. in, uh, in Minnesota and uh, it was amazing. And I'm, I hate that I'm blanking on the name right now. Cause that's so sucks to do to him. Um, I can't remember. <laughs> uh, just go to food truck nation and find it. You can find it. <clears throat> um, but it's a sushi burrito truck in Minnesota and it has amazing sushi and like sushi burritos. And I was like super impressed with the quality. And of course, cause the chef is uh, Japanese and he has, he's like a master sushi chef. And then he wanted to start a food truck that did sushi burrito. So like the quality and the flavors are insane. So I was that, I mean, there was a million trucks that were delicious. That one definitely like caught me off guard because it was in Minnesota and Minnesota has yeah. got a great food scene going on, but I just, you always, you know, you think, you know, LA, New York, when you think of sushi. So uh, maybe even Seattle, but like, you know what I mean? You don't yeah. think of Minnesota. So that's why it took me by surprise. And it was amazing. And the guy is great. He's an amazing character of a person. He's just hilarious. And he's very, very talented. Um, that was probably my favorite. Number two is probably, uh, in Austin, Texas, uh, Baton Creole, just cause she's awesome. And, uh, it was just cool. It was delicious. Like she has delicious food. She has a baton on a stick, um, which is a baton, <laughs> uh, but it's called jambalaya on a stick is what it is. And it's, um, it's called Baton Creole and she did an amazing job. And I was, su- that was my, pi- that was the pilot episode. And, uh, I was like super impressed by how she did it, how she like branded it and how like it looked and she garnished with like flowers on it. It was like yeah, so cool. I remember seeing that. Uh, it was, deli- it was cool and delicious, which is the, the most important thing. So those two are my top ones that I was impressed the most. But honestly, every single truck I went to was amazing. Every single truck I went to was delicious. So check those out on the pilot season. I do not know what episode is. I know it's the first season is uh, the um, sushi truck. Cool. All right. Last question from John Y wants to know, what is the best temp to cook a steak? <laughs> so uh, the best temp to cook a steak is, I mean, there's like the... Uh, if you want to go like, oh, I'm cool, I go rare. You know what I mean? Like, I I think I grew up kind of eating rare because we thought it was cooler to eat raw meat. Um, rare is not the answer. Now, I would think rare for like a filet mignon. Perfectly fine to order rare for, a filet, uh, for like a filet mignon. Super delicious. It's tender. You don't have to worry about it. But like, if you're going to get like a prime rib, if you're going to get like a porterhouse, a prime rib, a T-bone, you definitely want to go, <laughs> uh, you definitely want to go medium rare. You want to go a little more cooked. Because you want like all that fat and that marbling to melt mm. and go inside the meat and uh, have it a chance to cook on the bone a little bit. You like want it to cook a little bit. You want all those flavors to develop and you want all that, the Maillard reaction to happen and you want all those delicious amino acids to come out and just make a delicious, delicious, delicious steak. Uh, and mostly it's because of the marbling. You want it to be medium rare because you want the marbling to come out a little more. You want that fat to melt. <coughs> if you've ever, pardon me, if you've ever had it, uh, without it being, uh, you know, like a you've had a rare prime rib, it is not enjoyable. It's just too chewy, yeah. and you're chewing on like you're chewing on like cold fat. It's just, yeah, it's just not it's not fun. So I would suggest medium rare. And if you want to go medium rare plus, because the outside will be kind of medium to medium rare, and the inside will be medium rare, almost rare. 
So like I would say that's fine to ask for because the inside will be nice and uh, with a prime rib at least or a porterhouse. Um, but I would say um, medium rare is always the way to go. I, I'm, I've never been a fan of rare. I just don't think you can taste it. And if you're going to go rare, I go tartare or I go yeah. carpaccio. I don't want to go rare for like a steak that I'm going to sit and eat and have like a meal with. So I'd always say medium rare is the best temp. Especially if you're going to do like lamb, like if you're going to do like a rack of lamb, medium rare is the best temp because, ra- uh, you know, like lamb raw, like in a, like a rack of lamb raw, like or even, excuse me, rare, it's chewy. It's not great. You don't want that. Like you want, you want medium rare. So I always suggest medium rare um, to medium. And then of course I can't see, I, I can't, I can't, I can't sit here and talk about medium well and well, just cause yeah. I just, it's just not, I mean, it's just not the way to enjoy a delicious right. steak. It's especially if it's a steak from a great farm. Um, but that is basically medium rare is the answer to that John medium okay. rare all the time. Always. Awesome. Well, that's it. All right. That's it. So tune in next week. We're going to have more for you. And also if you want to, um, have me answering your questions on my Instagram. Hit me up at Chef Brad Miller. That is at Chef Brad Miller on my Instagram. DM me, slide into those DMs, and ask me any kind of question you want. Um, it doesn't have to be about food, but it's nice if it is because that's the end. <laughs> I kind of know those answers. But anything you want to talk about, slide into my DMs, and hopefully on next uh, next week's show, um, we can answer your questions. All right. Thanks, everybody. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Why pick one city, one beach, one restaurant, or even one view? With Celebrity Cruises, you can have it all. Explore the best of Europe, the Caribbean, and Alaska with the best premium cruise line. And now get 75% off your second guest, plus bonus savings on select dates with Celebrity Cruises' semi-annual sale. Visit Celebrity.com, call 1-800-CELEBRITY, or contact your travel advisor. Offer applies to non-refundable fares and select sailing. Savings vary by stateroom category. Other terms apply. Visit Celebrity.com for details. Ships Registry Malta.